Welcome to It's Just 10 Minutes. I'm your host, Mary Frazier. And in our world today, there is so much to be distressed and depressed about. For some of us, it seems as though the pressure is just building and we are about to burst. I just want 10 minutes. 10 minutes to encourage you on today so that you can release that pressure and live the life that God intended for you to live. And now, it's just 10 minutes. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about destiny. What is the place of destiny? What does it look like? And if I ever reach that place of destiny, will I know it when I get there? I'm sure I'm not the only person to ever wonder about this place of destiny. I thought about it some more, and I've come to the conclusion that the place of destiny is when our gifts collide with our purpose. We enter that place of destiny of greatness when our God-given gifts intersect with our God-ordained purpose. And that's why destiny looks different for each of us, for we all have different gifts and a different purpose in life, which makes it hard for me to say where destiny is and what it looks like for you. And while that place of destiny looks different for each of us, there are some things that are the same for all of us. As I said earlier, destiny is when our gifts intersect with our purpose. All of us have a gift. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 7, that we all have a gift. Some may have more than one, but everybody has at least one. So how does one go about learning what their gift is? I'm glad you asked. First, you got to pray. Ask the Lord to reveal it to you. He will. And then secondly, you could take a spiritual gift survey. Those can be found online or in a bookstore. And when you do those two things, your gifts become clearer. And our gifts typically lead us to our purpose, our calling in life. Your purpose is that thing that you would do no matter what. Even if you didn't get paid any money, you'd still be found doing it. Our purpose is what drives us to get up every morning. For we were made for more than just getting up, going to a job, coming home, and then starting the cycle all over again. The path to destiny, while it may lead us to different places, the path holds the same joy and pain for all of us. The path has various pitfalls and obstacles that we must overcome in order to make it to our place of destiny. And while making the journey towards destiny, we have to be aware of who is around us. No one makes it to their destiny by themselves. At some point, we need help. At some point, we need encouragement. But not everyone walking with you to destiny is looking to help you. Some are looking to reap that which they have not sown. I happen to be reminded of Gideon. When Gideon set out on his path to destiny, he had a whole lot of people with him. Matter of fact, he started out with 32,000 people. The first group of people that the Lord told Gideon to get rid of was the scared and the fearful. For when you are headed towards greatness, you can't have scared people with you. Scared people will give up on you when things don't go well. Scared people will try to talk you into giving up on you and what God has told you when it doesn't look like what he told you is coming to pass. You need to have fearless people around you. People that don't mind walking into dark alleys with you. People that don't mind pushing you, sometimes even pulling you towards your place of greatness. The most useless people you can have around you on the path to destiny are scared people. And when God told Gideon to get rid of the fearful, the ones that remained, they were the faithful. Those were the ones who knew that even though we can't see the way, one will be made for us. 
So after dispensing with the scared, Gideon was left with about 10,000 men. After dwindling his numbers, the Lord told Gideon that he still had too many people. So he told him to take the 10,000 down to the brook and the ones who lapped water from their hands set them apart. And the ones who got down on their knees to drink from the brook, let them go. The people you need to get to your place of destiny have to be people that have your best interest at heart. And people who would bend down and put their face in the water aren't looking out for you. They aren't even looking out for themselves. The enemy could have easily snuck up on those people and put the whole army in peril. People who put their face in the water are unfocused on the end goal. They are only thinking of themselves and what they can get out of the deal. And on your way to destiny, you don't need people who are looking for only for what they can get, what they can benefit from. You don't need anyone who can't pull their weight or uphold their end of the bargain. You want people who don't mind lapping water from their hands, keeping their eyes on the prize. You want people zeroed in and focused on the task at hand. But while you're watching people on the path, watch yourself. On the path to destiny, we can sabotage ourselves. The path is filled with distractions and deterrents. And sometimes it's not the people around us who are scared, but it's us. But we have to press past the fear. We have to press past the urge to give up when things get hard. For the path can be long. There are no shortcuts to destiny. We must be willing to do the hard work. Go that extra mile to get to the place that God has designed just for us. Watch the words you speak over yourself. Negative thinking leads to negative talk, which leads to negative behavior. Think well of yourself. Speak well of yourself. And don't get caught up in comparing yourself to anyone else. I told you earlier that all of us have gifts and a purpose and they're all different. We're different. And while we all have a path, we all walk it in a different manner. So what that the next person next to you is running and you're walking? Just keep walking. Don't start running just because they are. Don't miss your moments trying to keep up with someone else. And while we're focused on the end result, destiny, don't dismiss the journey. For it's on the path to destiny that we gather the tools we'll need to live in our place of destiny. Destiny, it's still there. No matter how many detours we may have to take, no matter how many times we have to start again on the path, no matter how long it takes us, destiny, it will be there. Now that doesn't mean we have forever, but don't wig out if it seems to be taking some time for you to get there. Destiny for you will never move. It will be at the place it was ordained to be, waiting for you to arrive. And when you arrive, remember you didn't get there by yourself. You didn't get there under your own strength. God made it possible and people helped you along the way. Tell them thank you and then make the most of your life in your place called destiny. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you that there is a place of destiny for each and every one of us, Father. Father, give us the strength and the fortitude and the courage and the bravery to sustain the test and the trials, to make it to that place called destiny. Father, I thank you for everyone listening on this podcast on this week. Father God, bless them on their way to greatness, on their way to the place called destiny.
thanks so much for listening. We'll be here every Thursday. Check us out on the World Wide Web at www.itsjust10minutes.com. You can also follow, find us, and like us on Facebook and Twitter. You can subscribe to the podcast on the website or find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and Blog Talk Radio. Join us next week. You've got nothing to lose. Hey, it's just 10 minutes. <laughs>